Boston Medical Center, we are welcome and treated equally. Through our commitment to serve everyone, BMC offers numerous outreach programs and health services, including this podcast series, to hear our doctors and other staff members. It's Boston Med Talks with Melanie Cole. Between entertaining guests, hosting parties, picking out the perfect present, cleaning, baking, the holiday season puts so much pressure on all of us. And it's easy to forget the meaning of the season and that you're supposed to savor it and be with family and feel loved. My guest today is Dr. Laverne Mosley. She's a licensed psychologist at Boston Medical Center, here to talk with us about coping with the stress that comes along with the holidays. Welcome to the show, Dr. Mosley. Let's start with the shopping, because for some people that starts in November. The money thing gets pretty scary, and finding stuff for those hard-to-find people. So what do you want us to know about that shopping part? That's the first hardest part. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you, Melanie, for having me. Um, Yes, you know, I think that a lot of families need to really try and uh, work on this even before we, you know, get to November. But I think, like, after Halloween comes, everyone starts to get uh, freaked out and they start to scramble. But if you try hard, even at the beginning of the year, to put some money aside, uh, you know, that'll help to at least ease some of the burden of that, uh, you know, that sticker shock that... um, you know, we tend to feel when some of those, you know, the kids are also asking for some very big ticket items. Um, but for some, uh, for some families, you know, if you have a list of, uh, you know, possible gift items or you have your um, children put uh, a wish list together, then you can uh, plan, uh, plan better for them during that time so it doesn't end up creating uh, so much stress. Um, but the biggest thing is more of the planning ahead. Well, that's a good idea is to plan ahead. So that's your first best tip is to start saving money for that holiday and then maybe even look at that list and kind of set it in priorities of cost and and want, I suppose. And then come the holidays. There's deciding whose home to go to, whether it's at yours and for young couples in particular, Dr. Mosley. They have that stress of driving. They go to one person's house and then the in-law's house and then maybe the sister's house. So there's all that driving around. What do you tell people about maybe putting their foot down or that stress? Right. Um, you know, for it, it all also also it also comes to being able to plan ahead, right? And um, recognizing beforehand, you know, who do we have the biggest obligation to, and um, you know, being able to see if you can, you know, split the days, maybe go and uh, see uh, some families on Christmas Eve and then um, see others, on, you know, on, on Christmas Day. Uh, but even for, you know, the other traditions that are um, celebrated uh, for other families, you, you, you want to make sure that uh, you, you plan, are we going to, um, you know, alternate the holidays? So for this family, we'll you know, my, the husband's family, we may go, uh, you know, this year and then, you know, we'll switch off for the other partner on, um, you know, the next year. You want to be clear about that um, in order to reduce stress so that it also doesn't just catch you by surprise. So these are conversations that also need to be had um, between partners during this during this time. People worry when they do have to travel and go to people's homes, and especially in this sort of political climate, Dr. Mosley, about difficult family members, family members with opposing views. What do you tell people about going to these family get-togethers and and not talking about it? And what do you do if somebody brings it up and gets in your face? What, you know, what do you do? For, for those families, you know, I think that everyone should, um, you know, stop and take stock of who they know 
their family members are and how they know they're going to respond uh, and react in certain situations. You know, a lot of us are already very aware of the family members who have the very strong political views. If a conversation comes up that you're not comfortable with, it doesn't mean that you still have to engage in the conversation. You can say that I'm really not um, interested or ready to talk about this right now. You can exit yourself from the situation. There may be other family members there that you can you can speak with, and um, you want to try to keep the the time uh, light and joyous, and uh, you know, and so you want to be able to have light conversation, but also keep in mind that, yes, there are some family members who have, you know, very strong um, opinions that you may not agree with. But again, you have the power and control to say that, you know, I'm not going to engage in this conversation right now. And you also have the power to leave if things get to a point where you feel that, you know, it's just it's just too heated. So along with all of this comes hosting, cooking, baking, mm-hmm. worrying about your weight, trying to get enough sleep and exercise. So what do you tell people as your best advice for what you can do around the, the holidays to keep yourself in a good mental state and to take care of yourself so you can do all those other things? Right. So you want to make sure that you are getting enough sleep, that um, you're not adjusting your sleep um too much, that you're trying your best uh, to stick to as close as um, maybe six to eight hours uh, a night of sleep. But the other thing is being able to prioritize. So keeping lists of, uh, you know, the various responsibilities that you're going to have throughout the holidays, whether, um, you know, it's planning to to host and you want to write everything down from, you know, cleaning to shopping to, you know, what's going to be on the menu. Um, and you want to do that as far in advance as you can so you make sure that you have everything that you need and that things can go as smoothly as can possibly be expected. We always know, you know, Murphy's Law, you know, things um, can go wrong at various times, but the more things that you plan for and, uh, you know, that you can control, then you try to do that as best as you can. In terms of, you know, other ways of taking care of yourself, it's still important to make sure that you're you're exercising, um, that uh, you're spending that time either, you know, getting walks, enjoying the crisp air um, if you're in a part of the country where, um, you know, the seasons change. But you also want to um, uh, take the, you know, the guilt out of it. Um, you know, yes, this is a time where everyone may be indulging a little bit more, but everything, you know, you want to make sure that you're doing things in moderation. Okay, so you're not necessarily, um, you know, uh, filling up that that large plate, um, you know, 10 feet high, um, but probably also trying to have a smaller um, plate so that you can have a sample of everything on there so you feel that at least you're, um, you know, tasting everything and all the wonderful treats and things that you also spent time making uh, and, and that other family members may have uh, put together. Just have a, have a smaller plate and um, that'll help you also keep things in moderation. What if it's your first holiday without a loved one? Uh, that is also very, uh, very difficult for a lot of a lot of families, and um, you know, so some families may try to be intentional about uh, creating, um, you know, a, a tradition or creating um, some kind of remembrance around that person who was lost. Whether it's you know lighting a candle in their in their memory, or maybe even uh, you know creating that special recipe that grandma may have made or an aunt uh, may have made, and uh, so you you want to still acknowledge um, that that person is not there. It is a very stressful time, and so a lot of people um, tend to withdraw uh, because they, you know, they're feeling that sadness of the lost loved one. Um, and and you may find that you know people are uh, trying not to participate, but still reach out to those um, you know who may feel uh, less um, less interested, um, so that they don't feel alone. 
but even for yourselves, you know, being able to acknowledge and make a decision as a family um, to say, you know, that there's something special that we're going to, um, that we're going to try to do to remember this particular loved one. So what are some things that we can do besides exercise, make sure we're getting sleep, understand that everything isn't going to always be perfect or work out as plans, as you said, Murphy's Law, best laid plans. What about things like gratitude, volunteering around the holidays to kind of put things into perspective? Yes, I think uh, that's, you know, that's very important. Um, And I think that even, you know, with the recent tragedies that uh, tragedies that we've experienced with the hurricanes and everything like that, you know, taking time to, um, you know, think about others who have completely lost everything or families who, um, you know, uh, lost everything in their, you know, including their homes and they're in temporary places right now. If there's a way that you are able to give, whether it's through something monetary or, you know, going to, um, going to a shelter and probably providing, um, you know, uh, maybe food or, um, you know, small items of, of clothing uh, for various families. You know, it, it, it helps to uh, warm the heart. It helps you to also feel better to be able to step outside of yourself and recognize that, you know, there are others who are so much um, less fortunate than than you might be. So is there anything else you'd like to add with your best advice, most important information that would be relevant for managing, coping with that stress? What do you want people to do as this stress of the holidays starts to ramp up? I want everyone to breathe. <laughs> Just take some time to to step back. Um, this is a, a, a time of year that rolls around every year. And uh, so taking stock of how things have gone in the past, making a plan to say, you know, how you want things to go differently uh, this year and recognizing that you're only in control of yourself. You can't control what anyone else is doing. Um, and and you just need to just step back. You may be feeling anxious or you may be feeling sad, but you can be in control of those, those feelings. Try to enjoy the season. Uh, try to, you know, go out and, and, and just enjoy nature, um, but focus more on the positive rather than on uh, the things that could go wrong, okay? We understand that, uh, yes, you know, that things, this can be a stressful time, um, and there's some of that stress that is healthy stress, but we want to make sure that we're taking care of ourselves, that we're thinking about others, and that we're aware of what our triggers might be that might be difficult, whether it's the loss of, loss of a loved one or, you know, being the first to, you know, to host uh, the, the, the events uh, for the holidays. Be prepared. Uh, you know, make sure that you're um, making your list. Make sure that you're uh, putting money aside and that you're not going outside of um, what you can afford. Those are the things that will help to uh, make this a more enjoyable time. Thank you so much. It's really great advice, especially this time of year. You're listening to Boston Med Talks with Boston Medical Center. For more information, you can go to bmc.org. That's bmc.org. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks so much for listening.